0: To get started, visit plushcare.com weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Lunch with Leah, episode 318.
1: Hi, everybody. Welcome back. Happy 2019. Was anybody happy to put 2018 behind <laughs> us, or do you miss it already? <laughs> I think it's a mixed bag, don't you? I mean, I miss a few things, and I'm so glad a few things are over. Of course, the sock is continuing in politics, so can't put that behind us yet. Anyway, so I went to L.A. By the way, I have a horrible cold today. I've had it for like, this is my sixth day, so I'm not thinking straight. So if I say anything that's not correct, it's because of my cold. <laughs> so I went to L.A., took little black with me, hi, little baby black, he's You need more room over there? Yeah. And he was so good. I mean, I I took him everywhere because there's no one to watch him. So between me, Roy and Roy Jr., we have to take him everywhere if we all go together. If we split up, I usually take him. But if I'm going to a place that's going to be, like, high alert, like I might get in trouble, then they'll take him. And then it was cold, fortunately, so you hide him under your jacket and sneak him in. But he was pretty good. And I had, uh, what did I do while I was there? Well, let's see. Let's work backwards. I had a New Year's Eve party, and it was a real screamer. I mean, it was a last-minute thrown together f- get a chef at the last second, get a bartender at the last second, get a housekeeper at the last second, get another housekeeper. So anyway, it all came together. And I guess there were 30 <laughs> or 40 people that came at the last minute. And uh, it was fun. I mean, they, the chef was fantastic. He put out a big buffet. He, put, he did crab cake appetizers and cheese and platters and all this stuff. And then he did incredible desserts. It's just, just horrible, these desserts that we ate. Every, he, I said, what do you think about getting sprinkles? So I'm thinking he's going to go to the cupcake place and buy a couple of dozen of sprinkles. He made them. He made homemade, homemade sprinklers. i like, what's wrong with you? Who does that? Anyway, and then he did turkey, and he did dressing, and he did vegetables, and he did potato. He did all this stuff. Anyway, it was it was lovely. Everyone had a lovely <laughs> time, except it was so... Freezing cold, that everybody had to literally move inside. I had heaters out. I bought the last two heaters available in the entire city. I got them. <laughs>
2: that explains why you had the fur hat on. Yeah, <laughs> oh, it was freezing.
1: It was literally freezing. It was 42 degrees. And the heaters outside, with all the candles, with two fireplaces, didn't put a dent. So everyone piled inside. They had that long table outside for 24 people. No one could sit there, it was so cold. Oh, my. And then I had that crazy neighbor next door. So the one time I did go out there for five seconds, she starts yelling back and forth like a complete idiot. She's so stupid. Something's wrong with her. I don't know what it is, but she's just like, I was talking and she just yells every time we say something. She yells back and forth and tries to include herself in the conversation and yells and screams (laughs) at us and hits her pots and pans. And oh, she's just a nut job. Anyway, I had some interesting guests. Tom, um, Tom Arnold came. And uh, everyone loved him, he's just hilarious. And he's so sweet. He sent the like the biggest three foot orchid you've ever seen the next day, but he was a hit because you know he's always on the bandwagon with something. He's got his stand up comedy routine. He goes on off after Trump. I mean, he was a hoot. Michael Avenatti showed up. He was uh, he brought like four or five or six gorgeous people with him who would be surprised, and uh, everybody wanted their picture taken with him. And he was dressed cute. And then he got a lot of criticism on social media about the jacket he had on. The
2: jacket yeah. looked fabulous. No. You know I love him. I love him. the jacket looked like something I would wear.
1: <laughs> it would look like what?
2: Something I would wear.
1: <laughs> oh, I liked it. It was fabulous. Well, that guy on the Golden Globes the other day that won for Versace had on that Dior jacket with yeah. the flowers on it. I thought that was lovely, too. I mean, people need to, like, get over it. It doesn't, I mean, who cares if you're no, flashing it, it out? It's New Year's, it's League, New Year's Eve. Mean, you know,
2: he looked good. I he looked fabulous. It was, little, it was a little different for him.
1: Oh, well, yeah, it was. Well, it was New Year's Eve. And then Tom Mesro remember, he represented, like, oh, so many people. I can't remember that guy that played. The guy that supposedly shot his wife that played, uh, I can't remember, and then Michael Jackson, whom you know, Roy didn't want to represent because he didn't want to deal with the whatever, the Black Panthers, or whoever was handling him at the time. And, uh, and then he, a lot of the, who?
0: That.
1: Oh, and that was another one. Yeah. I don't know if he represented him. Uh, he okay. did. Marsha Morris, he read, did for a while, but then I think he might have. I don't know. But anyway, he was there, so that was kind of a... Interesting dynamic of lawyers. You got Avenatti over here, and then you got
2: Thomas over
1: here. You know, it was kind of interesting. And um, anyway, so he's a great, and he brought. He has his wife and kid. They're just lovely people. And then Heather McDonald, of course, she showed up. Now that turned out to be interesting. I didn't realize it, but she told me later. She goes, "I just stumbled into one conflict after the other." So first of all, she hadn't seen Jeff since the Jeff finale. Let's leave it at that. And she had had the other person from Jeff's show on her podcast and kind of appeared to take that person's side a little bit. So that was a little awkward, but she and Jeff smoothed it over and she me on his radio show. And um, I don't know that there was anything to smooth over, but it was a little awkward in the beginning. And she was nervous about it, and I don't know how he felt. But anyway... And then, uh, then she runs into Lisa Ann Walter, who's a producer of Your um, Ass Off, and she was on The Parent Trap, and she's got a one-woman show. She's an actress, a producer, whatever. She's a writer. And she and Lisa Ann had had some falling out two years ago over some podcast, which is another long story. And so she kind of had a little moment with her. Then she runs into Annabelle, who has the Adderall podcast that I've been on. And apparently, according to Annabelle, when Heather went on there, she criticized her name of her podcast called Adderall. And she went on this soapbox about how she doesn't believe in drugs and you shouldn't be calling yourself uh, Adderall and you shouldn't be taking Adderall. Well, apparently... Uh Miss Adderall, Annabelle's uh guest, I mean her followers or fans or whatever you want to call them, they went off on Heather. They were furious about it. They did not like it at all. So she had that little moment and then I think she had a moment with Ronnie. I mean, it's like I'm like Heather, you've got a mind
2: and, and there was Oh, no I mean, way. listen, I was watching myself from the... Watching what? Well, I was watching all the Instagram stories oh. because they both had really... Um, uh, they all had their own versions of what was going on. Oh, they were on putting Insta- it on their Instagram Yes, stories? and she had something wrong with Kelly Dodd, too. Oh, I too. didn't
1: know that. Oh, oh, my God, that was the biggest fight. Kelly got one after her. Kelly, I wish I would have videoed it. But I was. Well, just, they did. They did? <laughs> I do, because I would have liked to have played it back and seen it for myself. But Kelly went after her about that whole thing with Jim Bellicio and. And J- Jesus Juds and Juggs and who else? And, and uh, Tamara and who was the other one? Uh, Shannon. Shannon. She- Kelly went after her. She was right in her face, like letting her have it. And Heather was just trying to <laughs> back up. It. This is all my party. I'm like, where are the cameras? This is a reality show. Where are the cameras? They should be filming all these people. And I'm just sitting back eating my popcorn. I mean, I didn't care. I think it's hilarious, you know? <laughs> it was <just> fucking <laughs> hilarious. It was
2: so funny because it was like all happening kind of in real time and then there were these follow-up conversations going on and then the fans were all chiming in in their comments on the live video. I didn't know
1: all this was was going on on the Facebook. Yeah, and you'll uh, even see on on some of your Ask
2: ask Me Anything, people were asking about what was going on.
1: Well, so Heather, I mean, she was the drama of the show, I guess, Uh, but she looked hot and I mean, Kelly looked fabulous. They all looked great. Anyway, so that was that. Then I had this piano player that was playing piano the whole night and then in the end, oh my God, Ronnie starts singing. So he can actually Actually sing. So he sings and sings and sings. And then Heather gets up and does a duet with Ronnie. And then Heather is singing. And then somebody else grabbed them. Oh, then the chef grabs the microphone. Well, the chef actually can sing, too. So he was singing. And then somebody else was singing. And then they were doing all lang I was just like, oh, my God, for a party thrown together. You know, I've always said people make the party. It doesn't matter. Get the liquor out and let people make the party. And that's what happened. I had... Uh, the producer from Pilgrim there and I mean we just had an interesting group of crazy eclectic people. He I met him through Frankie Grande, who's coming by today later. We're gonna tape a podcast with him. We can't do it live because let me tell you why we can't do a live podcast with Frankie Grande. Frankie isn't able to get up and appear at eleven in the morning. <coughs> <laughs> unless of course it's Broadway or something and then he'll be at rehearsal. <laughs> but we're not big enough to get him up that early. Oh, Brendan was there. Brendan was just walking around going, "This is the biggest SHIT show. Leah, I've never seen anything like it." Anyway, it was good.
2: You're getting a lot of comments. People are saying, first they're all saying happy new year happy and you look year. great. Um, Raquel uh, Gitch says, "Ronnie said you lost your glasses in the dishwasher." <laughs>
1: uh, I Oh, well, listen to this. So the next day, I put everything up in the bar. You know, I have to have everything perfect at that house. I can't stand sticky. I can't step sitting around. I can't try. So I'm like getting everything together. And there are no glasses to put in the bar. You know, the the short glasses that people drink liquor out of because I have them in the drawers. So I said... Ronnie, I had to go into my cupboard and find glasses, and I found those two that you gave me from Watch What Crappens, these little cocktail glasses, and I pulled those out, and thank God we had them because we couldn't find any more glasses. I don't know if people left and took their glasses home with them or they broke them and threw them out. I have no idea what happened to the glasses. So then he brings me a dozen glasses of Watch What Crappens glasses. I'm like, thank God I have glasses for the next party. (laughs) Turns out all the glasses were in the dishwasher because the housekeepers washed them but they didn't put them away well I don't ever open the dishwasher how would I know I just happened to open it because I was inspecting and cleaning everything at the last minute to make sure there was no dirt anywhere before I left town Oh, well. Rachel Clapp
2: I... says that the IGs and IG stories on New Year's Eve were better than Andy and Anderson. Oh,
1: my God. <laughs> I missed them all.
2: Um, They're
1: all live, right? You have to see them right there. Yeah, they do oh, them live. And then, you and, miss and then them. they
2: disappear in like 24 oh, hours. Oh, I hate so when that happens. But uh, Candace Barr said she's very uh, sad she missed it. Oh,
1: Candace mm-hmm. was going to come, and then she had to cancel because she went out of town at the last minute. But then I got sick, and then and then I had my week totally booked every minute of the day booked, and I got sick. Can you believe it had to cancel everything? Except I had one meeting with the dumb gay politics girls and a producer because I think they should be on TV and I want to get them on a show. And so I dragged myself. They came to me, of course, in my house and I dragged myself out of bed for them. Had that meeting. And then, um, and other than that, I was just out. But I did have all the housekeepers coming and I was like a magnifying glass with that dirt. I can't stand to leave one scratch of dirt in the house when I leave. Anyway. Speaking
2: of Julie and Brandy, and you know we love them on the People's Couch. Yes. there is a, a ripoff of the People's Couch that's getting ready to come on this season. I saw a clip a of what, it. A uh, what It's on like CBS or something like. Oh, that. we have
1: to find out.
2: Right, but it's completely. You know, uh, they
1: are so talented. By the way, they have their own podcast, Dumb Gay Politics, and then they also have. A, they're on Q Radio, which is a gay radio thing, right? But it's only on in certain cities, Houston, L.A., New York, this and that and the other. And anyway, I went on that and made an appearance and talked about Mike Pence and conversion therapy and Donald (laughs) Trump. I mean, it was all about politics. And they're really professionals. They really had it down. They did a great job. So I did that. And then... um, I did Jeff's radio show, which, by the way, thank you guys for all the fabulous orders at LeahBlack.com. Jeff was talking about my products and how he uses them, and Gage uses them, and Lisa Renna uses them, and, you know, everybody uses them, and how much everybody loves the product, and so we got a bunch of really great orders out of it, and I appreciate that, everybody, LeahBlack.com. By the way, people were asking things like, well, tell me about the products, I was trying to... randomly going to tell you about one product today, which is the exfoliant, because that's the one I think everybody should be using right now, because it's cold, your skin gets dry, and you build up these old cells on your face, and your face starts to look dry, and it doesn't have the color, and it doesn't have the glow that it should, so if you just take that exfoliant, put a little water with it, put it in your hand, you just put like a quarter size in your hand and then put some water in it and then just scrub, 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 scrub scrub, and rinse it off. Your face will feel like a baby's butt and it'll look a thousand times better and you won't get those clogged pores and blackheads and and impurities and your skin will look better and feel better and then of course moisturize, moisturize and moisturize after that which we do have an amazing moisturizer increases the moisturization in your skin 500% within a week but at least put a moisturizer on if you don't if you don't use mine, use one but use that exfoliant. That was a
2: big hit. Napoleon's great. Of course,
1: Jeff was talking about porn and using products for porn. Yes. I, was I was like... I'm wondering uh, when we're going to start uh, getting the uh, reviews let, for
2: that. I don't know.
1: i mean, going to use it for that. Well, all those orders that came in, a lot of people
2: must be watching
1: porn. <laughs> I was
2: like, we've got a whole, a whole new avenue of revenue. We can start marketing oh these God. products in. <laughs> and then I
1: had... Uh, by the way, speaking of dumb, dumb gay politics, you know, I'm going to be on their show in Austin on... Saturday, I believe it's the sixteenth or the sixteenth or something, Saturday in Austin. And Ronnie's coming in for it too, so that's gonna be another big show. I'm gonna be there because RJ's gonna visit his cousins and I'm gonna go to Austin and do their show at some nightclub. You should all go online to Dumb Gay Politics and try to get tickets for that. I'm, they may be sold out. Ronnie's shows sell out in like an hour. Yeah,
2: he just added his first uh, uh, Ohio show in Cincinnati I, I saw mean, this morning, which is close to where sell forever. out in an
1: hour. I don't know about Dumb Gay Politics, how fast they sell out, but they sell out. And anyway, so I put that big Christmas tree up. Remember that? Oh, my God. Taking that damn thing down. You will not believe it. You know, I've never taken down a tree before because I have a whole staff here that does everything. I'm going to give them all a raise after this. So I put that big tree up. I shipped all those ornaments in. It was stunning and gorgeous. The lighting could have been better, but that was the one thing that I subbed out to somebody else, and they took you know, they could have done better. Anyway, it was drop dead stunning, but then getting it out of there, taking everything off, and you know me, I'm so crazy. I had to have all the plastic bands, I had to have the little balls, the big balls, the medium balls, the 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 flat stuff, the this, the angels, the this I had to have it all organized and all labeled and all stored perfectly. So that was a whole thing. I was like, I gotta train somebody to do this when I'm in LA. I don't think I'll have Christmas in LA next year, so what's the point? But anyway, did that. <laughs>
2: Jesse DeFritis says, taking down the tree is the worst part.
1: Because I'm so fanatical about how everything's. I want it stored perfect Like if I drop data And I don't want somebody walking to my house Going, well, that girl is a slob <laughs> Anyway, so I took RJ shopping He doesn't like to shop I made him go Everything was 75% off Bill Frew met us there The guy from Disney He was also at the party And his friend Paul from Phoenix Came to the party I gave him all the mugs The F-U-C-K Trump mugs That I got up the Kathy Griffin <laughs> Merchandise store Which are still made. Did you see the new silver ones? I got to have the silver one It's fabulous But anyway, with hot pink on it Anyway, and uh, so I made RJ, I made him try on a pair of pants and a blazer, and once they fit, I got three pants and three blazers, <laughs> and the same size by the same brand, because you can't get them to the shop, yeah. and you're going to die. You guys are going to die. You know Givenchy? Yes. You know they had a pair of shoes that were casual, rubber-soled, gray, go with everything. They were $1,600. Guess how much I paid for them. Take I, a guess. I don't
2: know. Should I sit down?
1: How much? $214. I was screaming. That's a good deal. Because I would never buy Where RJ. Where did you find us? At Saks. No, Barney's. I would never buy RJ a pair of Givenchy oh shoes, God. but these are for day. They're for night. They have a rubber sole, but they have a top that can be dress or casual. They're so comfortable. They'll last him forever. He wears a size 13 shoe, so his it's not, not going to get any bigger. And can you believe them for $214? I was Goodbye. screaming when I thought they were $500. <laughs> and I was going, Jason and James would be so upset if they knew that I got those. I did look for Versace on sale, didn't
2: find any. <laughs> yeah, that never happened.
1: I looked for Tom Ford. Those are Jason and James' favorite. By the Oh, well, I'll tell you about that later. Okay. And then, what else did I do? Uh, I did, oh, we went to the movies. You got, okay, let me tell you the movies you have to see. You've got to go see Ruth Bader Ginsburg. It is so good. It's not just about, (coughs) like, the law or politics or anything like that. It's just about someone actually just making it. It's just so good. I loved it. And then I saw The Mule with, uh, what was his name, Oh, what's that guy? Clint Eastwood. You know, Roy and RJ just loved it. I thought it was okay. It was much better than I thought. Then we saw Vice. That has to be my year-long favorite, Vice, with Christian Bale.
0: Was it good?
1: Oh, my God. That was unbelievable. He, Christian Bale is he, he should get an Oscar. Yeah, he should have brilliant. gotten Oscars already. He should have had five Oscars already. But this one is the one. I can't believe James drinks that Pepsi. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry I don't, e- I I don't even want Pepsi as a sponsor. Don't get that pillow dirty with that Pepsi. I don't even want a sponsor with Pepsi. I think it tastes just so. I don't like the taste I of it. I only drink anyway. Diet <laughs> Pepsi.
2: I've been drinking it since I was okay, three so years Okay, so then old.
1: Roy wanted to go see Laurel and Hardy. Now I don't remember Laurel and Hardy. Do you remember Laurel yes. and Hardy? I remember hearing about him, but I never liked I used liked, to love him as see, a comedy. I loved him, and I never liked slapstick comedy. That was my
0: like, one of my favorites well, as a child. Well, then you got to go
1: see the movie. Oh. It was really good, oh. but I'm not a slapstick comedy. Roy and Roy Junior. love slapstick comedy. <laughs> I just don't find it that funny. Jason would find it funny. He watches me all day every day. Well, how much more slapstick <laughs> than that? That was good. <laughs> then the favorite. We went to see the favorite. <laughs> I, I can't Did wait you like to see that.
2: I'm, I'm that uh, you know, maybe I this week. I thought weekend. it
1: was good, but there were parts of it that were uncomfortable to me. But it was good.
0: And the, then, doesn't
2: the lead? She's
0: playing she the just queen, won the Golden Globe. And she's playing
2: the queen in yeah, the queen Crown. in the Crown.
0: She's playing the queen in the Mary. Crown, oh, the the crown oh, okay. too. I think. I think that's
1: the same. Mm. Maybe. And the new Crown. Yeah. yeah new Mary crown. Poppins was really cute. I thought it was just so light and cute. I'm gonna take. I wanted to take Freda to see it. I should Paul to take Fred Freight- I- to see it. It was so cute. Uh, and that girl, what was her name? She was in The Office. Uh, she played in The Office. for. She's married to the guy that was also in The Office. It was the main girl in Mary Poppins. She played Pam in The Office. Anyway, she was nominated for Golden Globe. She was really good in it. it and Dick Van Dyke did a cameo, and it was really great. And I still don't know why... They said they asked Julie Andrews to do a cameo, who was the original Mary Poppins, but she declined because of a conflict of a schedule or something. But that sounds strange to me, because you figure out a way to do that. It's so iconic. Anyway, but then the Green Book, that was another one that was fantastic, and I didn't even really want to go see it. I was like, okay, I'll go. But it was so good. So you got to go see that. you got to go see all the movies before the Oscars come out. By the way, this will be the first time in the last 5 years I didn't do the wasn't the jewelry expert on the Oscars because they're not doing it this year. Ha. Mm-hmm. Huh, there you go. I was a jewelry, jewelry expert on the Oscars and this year they're not going to do any of that. So I won't be experting the jewelry. You might
2: be hosting.
1: Yeah, I might be. I maybe should do my own podcast or my own video on the jewelry because i do know something about it
2: (laughs) they can't seem to sew up a host so uh oh you
1: know what ross matthews who couldn't come to the party because he was out of town he had an amazing idea for the host jim carrey jim carrey would be amazing for the host he's he was at the Golden I Globes, think he and he was hilarious. would be brilliant, but I think he's,
0: kind of po- <coughs> he's got a bit of a polarizing sort of... So what? But I love him. I think he's like,
1: like Kevin Hart's not polarizing? Right. By That's the thing. way, I don't think the punishment meets the crime. I agree. You know, you. What, Ellen got about a lot of backlash about, you know, having Kevin on to, to give his side of the story. I think it was a good deed that she did, trying to say, listen, you know what? He did it. He made a mistake. He apologized. Let's move on. Let's, you know. But no, people aren't having it. You don't... I I mean...
2: I... First of all, I I was all for him being able to host. I think he has apologized. I've heard him say it. I've heard him talk. We've all made horrible mistakes in our lives. And, you know, think back if social media had been around 20 years ago, we probably wouldn't (laughs) be doing what we're doing today because... You know, people pick well, things apart. we're
1: unacceptable now. Yeah, so exactly.
2: We do it. We, put, we dress it up and put it on the front porch.
1: We're so. acceptably <laughs> unacceptable.
2: But I feel like Ellen shouldn't maybe have gotten involved. I feel like she doesn't speak for the community as a whole. But she wasn't
1: speaking for the community. She, she was try to make it giving him an then. opportunity to speak for himself. Right. I, I don't see a problem. But know, I, I'm not I agree big, with
2: you. I don't think the, the, I,
1: the punishment doesn't meet the crime. Come on. The guy 10 years ago made some horrible jokes. Now, Don Lemon then comes out and piles on whom I love, Don Lemon. And he says, well, you know, we don't want uh, apologies. We want an ally. Well, what do you want the guy to do, become gay? I mean, what do you want him to do? I mean, how much can you apologize? He was wrong. And by the way, you can't change everybody's mind. And just because someone doesn't necessarily like or condone a gay lifestyle doesn't mean that, you know, that you can't accept them for who they are, even if you disagree with them. Exactly. (laughs) But I disagree. I mean, everyone disagrees with them. This is like 2018. I mean, my first dance partner was at Fred Astaire was gay. That's when I learned out what gay was. The other pinkies up, I was like, this is fabulous. They're dressing fabulous. So, you know, some people embrace it, others don't. Unfortunately for him, he made those horrible comments or jokes or whatever, and people are never going to let it live him down, just yeah. like Jane Fonda going to Illinois. <coughs> you know, they're never going to. Oh, by the way, that that was great, that uh, Jane Fonda thing. Did you guys see it?
2: No, not Jane. In five <coughs> parts, yeah, I did see that.
1: Four parts. It was really good. She's a lot more depth than what she gets credit for, too. Absolutely. Anyway.
0: She's amazing. Absolutely. Mm-hmm.
1: So anyway, I don't have a bone in the fight. I don't know. I know I don't like or dislike Kevin Hart. I think he's funny. I don't like or dislike Ellen. I think she's got a great show, but I just think that they made too much to do. But I do think right. after watching Jim Carrey at the Golden Globes and refreshing right. my memory on how funny he is, he would be a fantastic backup. Yeah, That's what I. I like him.
2: I like him. He's funny. I usually can take him in short doses. He's but but he's funny. You know, I always I said the same thing when they were talking about funny hosts, I think they should do something really off the wall like Jeff, get someone like Jeff Lewis where half the audience has no idea who he is and the other half are scared to death what he's going to say so well we'll put his name thing. in the hat
1: all right so then we went to all the restaurants we went to of course Roy Jr. has to go to the Ivy well he has a certain pasta he likes there then he has to go to Piccolino he has a certain pasta that he likes there and then he likes then he has to go to uh I met my friend, my secret friend that I don't tell everybody about, the Beverly Hills Hotel. Not that it's anything secret, it's just that everybody will be like, oh, and uh, we had drinks there, and it was decorated. Oh my God, the Beverly Hills Hotel was decorated like uh, it was just incredibly decorated for the holidays. I took some pictures of it. And uh, Roy and Jim Roy Jr. went to Rayo's at least two or three times. I didn't go. I just can't. It's that heavy, thick. Just so heavy um, uh, Italian food, you know, where the sauce is heavy and the pasta is heavy and the meats, everything's heavy. So they go there; they love it. I didn't go. Bill likes it. I didn't go there. We didn't go to Boa because the main reason to go to Boa is the Caesar salad, and you know they had the whole thing about the, the romaine um,
2: lettuce.
1: The romaine lettuce. So I'm like, why go there and spend all that money on a restaurant for the when the main thing we want to order isn't available. And then we go to Katana. We went there a few, t- a couple of times. They have the, they do have amazing um, sushi there. I don't eat the raw sushi, but I eat the cooked sushi. <laughs> oh my God! I found out about this restaurant in my neighborhood, right upstairs from the pizza place. And apparently, Brendan tells me that Beyonce and Jay Z go there, and all these people go there. So we look on there. And go in the strip center. Who goes there? The average cost of the dinner is $200. The, the sushi is, they say, do not even ask for tempura. Do not ask for rolls. Do not ask for this. Do not ask for that. Only ask for this. I mean, it was like, oh, my God. I told Roy, who eats that sushi stuff, I go, you and Brendan should go there and tell me all about it. Is it that fabulous? <laughs> I mean, they said it's just amazing. but they delicious. Well, yeah, maybe. Me. What they opened
2: here last week, over at the Versace Mansion, they have a four-seat restaurant. it's a a bar with four seats that you can order and it's a sushi restaurant and it's supposed to be like over the top and you have to reserve months ahead of time and all this stuff But they launched it last week. I don't know if that's going to survive in Miami. Maybe it will.
1: It will because people in Miami love to be seen. They love to see, so they'll go there. They'll go there so they can say they were special enough to get in, and they were rich enough to pay for it. And they'll take a selfie while they're there. Of course, if all the places it's going to be a hit, it would be Miami.
2: I think it's two fifty a person or something.
1: Or they like like they say, "Shady is sunny sunny place for shady shady people. people." Then we went to Avra, Spartina. And then the grill. So we went to a lot of places anyway. That was that. That was Miami thing. So then let's talk about. Oh, I did that already. I did that already. You
0: could do a five oh, we could take a five second break. Yeah, okay. Five second break. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care.
1: And we're back. Oh, and you know who else was at the, my New Year's Eve party? It was Norman, the cosmic the cosmic psychic cheerleader. He was reading everybody, telling them what's going to happen, what their colors are, what age they're vibrating at. People just love it. It's hilarious. He was there. Oh, and then I went and uh, did what, I went to watch what crappens. To
2: the crappy awards.
1: The crappy awards. Can I tell you, these guys are stars. That room was packed. You couldn't even get standing room only. The tickets were not expensive. I mean, and, it, and, you, have, and you can order drinks if you want and hors d'oeuvres. We ran into Michael uh, Rappaport at the bar. Of course, I introduced him to Julian Brandy. I said, You've got, I'm going to have to get him on their Dumb Gay Politics show. Yeah. I love him. He's so hilarious. Oh, my gosh.
0: I love Michael. He's Rappaport. hilarious.
1: Well, he was, uh, you know, I had met him two or three times, and he, was, he always said nice things about me and watched What Happens Live. So, of course, I like him. And uh, so, anyway. Um I ran we ran into him and I've got to get him on Dumb Gay Politics. But he was performing at the comedy club that night at the same time. And I'm telling you, Ronnie and Ben had The huge room at the comedy club and all the other very well-known comics had the smaller rooms. And everybody from Bravo was there. I mean, I I took a little audio of like 30 minutes of getting interviews with people. Interview Annabelle and Stassi from Vanderpump Rules. And I don't know, the girl, Chay Castane from whatever. Chay Castane from Blow Deck. From Blow Deck. I interviewed everybody that I could see and recognize you know unfortunately i don't recognize everybody i started to hold up a sign if you're on anything on tv come and interview <laughs> <with> me <laughs> you know so uh, anyway but i did the award for the most self-promotion and the list included uh luann with um luann and friends or the countess and friends or whatever beverly beach that would be direct uh, Craig's pillow which is the guy which I didn't know is on Southern Charm and he does some kind of embroidering type pillows the infinity dress is their Linfinity it's a girl named Lynn on Dallas and she has a dress that you can wear in a hundred different ways uh, not for Lazy Moms. I never found out what that one was or where it came from. I still don't know. If anybody knows, I'd just be interested to know. Real for Real Cuisine, uh, yeah, Reza, be obsessed. I don't know what that was either, but, you know, it's, anyway. It's, what's
2: his name from? Uh,
0: no, Shows I know who sunshine.
1: he is. Yeah. I don't know what he was obsessed yeah. over. Nobody ever found out what he said. And then Sheree's jogging. I was rooting for Sheree because she's not on the show anymore, and she probably needs the business. So I was kind of rooting for her. But anyway, so... Uh, uh, the Luann's Countess and Friends won. They won the category. Interesting. Then Ronnie is so hilarious. So I had this boa at my house, it was black and white boa, that I picked up <laughs> I at fall. the Rocky Horror Picture Show when Frankie Grande was the big star at Rocky Horror Picture Show. Somehow that New Year's Eve in the car was a New Year's Eve hat and that and the program and that boa. So somehow that got put in the Christmas decorations. So I had that boa there, and Ronnie's like, Bring that boa to watch what crappens. I brought the boa for him. I didn't know what he wanted. Well, he did a whole thing, he did a song that Luann does with the boa on and pretended to be her. He was just hilarious. <laughs> hilarious. He was a big hit, and, I mean, and he can sing. He can actually sing better than she does. <laughs> <laughs> so it was funny. <laughs> And the other thing that oh and Julian Brandy gave out an award for something, I can't remember what. And they are really they're stitching hilarious. But then the most funny thing of the night, oh my god, you guys would have died. You have we gotta get a copy of this because when he put he put the Watch What Crapins Crappies on their podcast. It's downloaded now, you can listen to it. But I don't right. know. They had an in memoriam, and I don't know if they mentioned the people's names on there. It's,
2: it's on their it's on their Instagram account. Yeah, He's so they it. did
1: an in memoriam, and they had this background dramatic music, it's and they put every person that was kicked off Bravo last year. <laughs>
2: Everyone, all the Bravo liberties all that left us.
1: All the Bravos that have left were on this video, That's and he showed so clips smart. of them. This music in yeah. the background. It was just hilarious. It's very
2: funny. If you go to the watch what. <laughs> Crappin's Instagram account. Oh they have God, it, it, it there so that you
1: can uh, view it. It's very funny. <laughs> so anyway, I think I was overdressed though because I think I thought I was going to the Golden Globes.
0: But <laughs> you guys are comedy club.
1: The, <laughs> the biggest diamond earrings the biggest diamond bracelet the biggest diamond rings I wore dolled out in a black jumpsuit with a fur hat because it was freezing 42 and raining and I was sick so sick and I went anyway because I didn't want to disappoint Roddy. and everyone else was dressed normal <laughs> I was like I think I maybe overdressed a little bit oh well whatever people seem to think it was funny I acted like it was a costume, huh? <laughs> Next. All right, let's go to celebrity news and gossip. Kevin Spacey went to court, had an his arraignment. It was postponed to Jan to March the 4th. He's pleading not guilty for fondling an 18-year-old at some bar years back, or restaurant, or whatever, according and to NBC News.
2: And he got uh, a speeding ticket yesterday and wound up back in court.
1: Did you see oh, that? God, I missed that one. Uh, well... And when you're celebrity, it cuts both ways. Britney Spears took an absence from her uh, Las Vegas show because her dad was really sick, almost died, and she said she's going to stay off until uh, until he's well. I thought that was nice. Of her. I always, I've always liked her. I do, too. I've always uh, liked her, and I feel like she got a bad rap. I feel like when she was acting crazy and shaved her head and all that, I think she had postpartum depression from having the baby. That's what I've always thought it was. anyway. Well, that was celebrity news. Is that all I have in celebrities? Okay, well, this shows you how much celebrities there are today to talk about. In royalty news, according to TMZ, Megan Markle had a going-away party, and she gave her all of her old clothes when she became rich to her friends. They called it Zanara Zara because she liked Zara. And according to Vanity Fair, she gave away the clothes to the guests because she now prefers JaVinci Prada, Stella McCartney, and Brandon Maxwell. Apparently, she spent $400,000 in 2018 on a wardrobe, six times what Kate spent, Including a hundred sixteen thousand three hundred dollar Cartier bracelet. Well, you got to take that off the top. You don't count jewelry as a wardrobe. I'm sorry. So that nets her down to three, a little under three hundred, and you know, so that's like twenty five thousand a month. I don't know that that's uh, I don't know that's out of control. Prince Diana spent about a boatload of money. On the other hand, I would think that all these designers would be giving her stuff to wear.
2: Exactly. You know, I would be thinking She's getting stuff thrown at. She her.
1: doesn't know how to g- hustle the deal. I guess she needs to get a like a, a stylist to hustle. the... Clothes to wear. Meanwhile, they can afford it. She looks fabulous. She's representing the palace. And I'd much rather see her look like that and spend a little bit of money than look like a handmaiden, you know. Anyway, um, so apparently that one Ralph and Ru- Russo dress was 58,000 pounds that she wore just at the engagement. So if you take that off and you take the bracelet off, she's down to 250. Divide that by 12. That's 5,000 a week. I mean it's a lot, but she's a princess.
2: Leah's doing the math. Oh yeah.
1: In housewife gossip. I guess they did a poll. I don't know
2: who did it, I can't remember. Allie Cletcher said four hundred thousand on a wardrobe in twenty eighteen. Same, like he did, and he spent the same thing. <laughs> I'm my same jeans. Susan Selander says, jewelry is a necessity. <laughs> That's right.
1: That's a necessity, and it doesn't count. That's an investment. She, you know what? She's going to make money on that Cartier bracelet. It now has pedigree. It's going to go up in value. It's going to offset the cost of the clothes. Roy calls that female economics. Okay. <laughs> so, in 2018, housewife... Uh, I guess, what do you call Popularity. Number 20, Candy Burroughs. Number 19, Vicki Gumbleson, Number 18, Cynthia Bailey. Number 17, Margaret Joseph. Number 16, Durrett. Number 15, Ramona. Number 14, Erica James. Number 13, Dorinda Jane. Uh, Sonia was number 12. Cameron Westcott, number 11. Karen, number 10. Nene, number 9. Ashley Darby, number eight; Brandi Redman, number seven; Kelly Dodd, yay Kelly, number six; Stephanie Holman. All these Dallas girls are way up there. Their show. Why isn't it rating higher? Number five, uh, Giselle Bryant, number four, Leanne, number three, Portia, number two, and the most popular voted on this particular vote was Luann from New
2: York. That was from TV Guide.
1: TV yes. guide, okay. TV guide. People well, people
2: are loving the female economics.
1: Oh, they are. <laughs>
2: they're all saying they're going to you Start using, using that.
1: that. Okay. Well, I like it. Like I go home, Roy. I saved so much money. I bought this for five thousand. It was on sale from ten. <laughs> all right. Okay. That's female a saving economics. money female economics. Mm-hmm. Sure. Well, Trump does worse economics than me. <laughs> Uh, Ask me anything from Instagram. Deja Vu Photos. What is your favorite Miami restaurant? Oh, my God. I don't know. You guys picked three. Name one. Let's pick three. I don't want to be... I like... uh, is fabulous. The Forge's fabulous. Uh, uh, You like the Globe? Fabulous. Love the Globe. For lunch? Uh, Yeah, for lunch, yeah. So, okay. Fox Heart Bear. What do you recommend for a saggy gel line? Well, that's easy. The Sudden Youth. You take the gel and the powder, you mix it, you paint it on in upward and outward strokes, and I... I promise you, there's no question about it. It will tone and firm and tighten and lift your jawline. There's no question. You'll see the results in 20 minutes, and the results become accumulative. Sudden youth, and it's on LeahBlack.com. It's not expensive. You get like 10 facials in a box, a mask. Okay. What are your top five wardrobe staples? And you can include jewelry. Well, of course, jewel. Let's see. The first one's a ring. The second one's a watch. The third one's a bracelet. The fourth ones are earrings, She's and the lost. 15's a necklace. <laughs> <laughs> I would say jeans and a nice top and a scarf and and comfortable fabulous shoes, but comfortable. Did Minnesota rat, not Minnesota monarch. Oh, do you think the Real Housewives will ever come back in the same some format in Miami? No, I think the fat lady sang. Um, I-L-A-N-G-O-L-D-7. Tell us the entire scoop from the New Year's Eve party. Well, I did that, girl. I hope you were listening. Um, If not, you can get us on demand at any time. Uh, J-K-B-R-A-G-G-531. Can you give us some details on Heather McDonald arguing? Oh, I did that one. Jeff and Annabella did that one. Oh, on demand if you missed it. Kristen V-D-U-B. What was Heather arguing with Jeff and were Annabelle at your party? Oh, my, Heather, you're a hit. Suzanne Vivian, do, uh, not only could Jeff be a global brand, but so could you, Leah Black. Absolutely, Suzanne Vivian. You're absolutely right. Help me. Go to leahblack.com and run up those sales. Uh, Lee Pramzy, have you ever thought about doing meet and greets with your fans? Do I have any fans? And where would I do the meet and greet? <laughs> I will tell you. When I walked in, and watch what crappens. Crap they all started screaming and yeah. screaming. In, I think in, I, in a good way.
2: <laughs> yeah, but I think I was the
1: only, I think it was because I was the only housewife that showed up.
2: Probably everyone listen, showed up from below you. the they, deck. They your fan base too. They,
1: they showed up from below deck. They showed up from a lot of shows of Vanderpump Rules. They showed up from a lot of shows, but they didn't show up. The housewives didn't show up. Of course, you know they're. They're walking the real red carpets over the Golden Globe. They can't go to watch what crap happens. Uh, Andrea Lynn any business ventures for 2019? Oh, my God. We have a slew of things we're working on. We're going to improve our podcast. We're going to get more viewers there. We're going to get more distribution in our skincare line. Uh, with any luck, maybe we'll get on a radio. Um, let's see. Oh, I'm working with a couple of producers on some shows. Maybe I'll just produce them. Maybe I'll be on them. We'll see. Bazz dot C. When did your love of collecting Hermes bags start? How many do you have? Oh my God! Well, when I used to live in Palm Beach, I bought my first Birkin bag. It was forty-two hundred dollars. So if you go back, you will find out what Birkin bags were forty-two hundred dollars in black togo with gold at about nineteen, probably ninety eighty-eight, something like that. And I've been collecting them ever since. And how many do I have? I mean, Jason has the insurance list, but it's two pages. Stacy, 1360. I'm one of your biggest fans. Oh, see, I do have a fan. How has your life changed as your son has become older? Well, he doesn't give me nearly as much attention. He's very independent in his thinking. And I don't want him to go off to college next year. I have to homeschool him, I guess. All right. Okay, the Golden Globes, let's talk about that for a minute. Sandra Oh and Andy Sandberg, how did you guys think they did? Uh,
2: they got through it.
1: It was okay. It was uneventful. Yeah, it was okay. It was, it was uneventful. It was, it was not a deal All Yeah, I don't think it wanted to be controversy to you. I think yeah. they wanted it to be, like, nice. It was nice. Bohemian Rhapsody, that was a good one. That guy won, best actor. Was a, he was the
2: best.
1: And you know something? I felt bad that Brad Cooper didn't win anything. I think he should have gotten the director one over the guy that did the Mexican one, but um, I forgot the name of that. Roma. Roma. The Netflix But one. I do think that Bohemian Rhapsody did was better in acting. Kristen Bell got it one for, I guess... Uh,
2: playing uh, Dick Cheney. Yeah, but that
1: was a different acting advice. category. Yeah. The Green Book, that gorgeous black man. Oh, I can't say his name properly. He could be a sculpture. Yeah. He is
2: just so juicy. In Moonlight. Gorgeous. He was in Moonlight too and won the Oscar. Yes,
1: Award. he was amazing. Then the Kaminsky Method, that was a sleeper. Who expected that Michael Douglas was going to win anything for that? I haven't watched it and haven't even really heard about it. Jim Carrey's skit was hilarious. Um, and then I thought it was funny where they did the flu shots. In the audience, <laughs> it's like everybody go get their flu shot and they're right. And you know why you should get a flu shot not just for you but for everybody around you. If everybody gets one, it's going to help everybody. And let's see what else. Um, okay, Renee, oh, talking about the dresses, I thought Lady Gaga knocked it completely out of the universe with that lilac. Layered, 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 layered. I think that that was, um, oh, I can't think of the fabric, but it was just gorgeous. It was was absolutely gorgeous. I I mean, and she wore it
2: so
0: well. It was beautiful. And her
1: hair kind of matched it.
0: Yeah. Normally, I don't like
2: that look on women with the hair also, colors like that, but, but I thought she pulled it off. Like she it pulled really pulled it off. It was a great Yeah, look. and I, she had five million dollars worth of diamonds on. Oh, together. Harry
1: Winston. <laughs> yeah, I think that was uh, like a silk taffeta, yes. and it was just gorgeous. Actually, my drapes were made out of silk taffeta. Uh, it was so gorgeous, and she did wear. And then those Harry Winston jewels, a million dollars. Look, if I'm Lady Gaga, I'm gonna. I'm not gonna show up if I can't wear at least ten million dollars of the jewelry. Because I think I wore a million dollars worth of watch what crap. <laughs> but I'm going I'm to be demanding bigger jewelry. I mean, that, that necklace was fabulous. It was all fabulous. But I, I mean, I would have wanted the biggest, grandest everything they had. Anyway, and then that little guy won for playing Versace. Yeah.
2: I was um, surprised. Darren Chris.
1: The reason I was surprised about it wasn't because he didn't deserve it and didn't do a good job. He was amazing. Because the movie was so dark and so dreary and so sad, and people, a lot of people didn't like the way it all came across. So I thought it might be unpopular, and it, so therefore it might not win any awards. But that just goes to show you the professionals, they critique something based on the acting and the performance, not on the the public's take of the film. So he, Listen, I thought he did a good he, job. If
2: you watch that and watch him, he <laughs> is a psycho killer. Yeah, and I mean he did he was he pulled it off like perfect. I was I didn't even think he was going to be good at the park when they said that he was going to take it over, but I thought he was great. He, he,
1: he deserved that award. And then, you know, Amy Adams also didn't win an award, and she was nominated for two or three things. So the big stars, Brad Cooper, Amy Adams, that they thought were going to win didn't win, and then these others did. I do think Christian Bale's comment was the comment of the night when he said, I want to thank, thank Satan you. for giving me the inspiration <laughs> on how to play this role, <laughs> referring to playing... Um, Dick Cheney, yeah, oh my God! And then I loved the fact that Carol Burnett had a has an award named I after agree. her. I agree. I loved it. I loved her speech. She looks amazing. How old do you think she is?
2: She's probably—I would say she's got to be in her late 70s, early 80s. I have no idea. I think
1: no idea. I think, I think in her
2: 80s. But her show was on when I was a kid. Uh, but I like love the I point she made episode.
1: that you can't make those shows today. The studios can't afford oh, those no. shows today. I, I loved I loved everything she had to say. Uh, let's see what else. One that we uh, Roma. Now I liked that that Roma. I haven't seen it, but I got a little kind of perturbed is the word i guess with that director he got his panties all in a knot because someone on the uh, Whoopi or somebody on the view accidentally said that somebody else won and he slammed clapped back at that and then he got mad about something else and insulted i'm like if you're thin as that if you're that thin skin i'm not rooting for you anymore I didn't like that.
2: The movie's really good, though. I Is mean, it? it? You have to watch it because it's got subtitles, but I got to tell you, it's. Was um, uh, it, it good? It's
1: probably going to win go. I want to watch yeah. it, but I, I mean, just didn't think, I think you need to be gracious. You know, when you're winning and you're ahead and you're like that, be gracious. Don't right. kick the people that are made an innocent mistake saying someone else won or, you know, don't do that. So that that annoyed me. I guess everybody's after me today. I was oh, just prob- about to say, is uh, news breaking? No probably, probably Trump put the FBI on me for all my <laughs> criticism on my Twitter. I hope you're following me at leablackmiami.com and my Instagram at Uh Glenn close one and she gave an a compelling speech. I was surprised she won. Who was in that category? Do you remember?
2: Uh Lady Gaga. Oh and Amy uh, Adams. And Amy Adams. Anyway, and,
1: I was kind of surprised. I didn't see that the, that wife. But anyway, I'm glad good for her. And uh the the we said that when we said that one. Oh what about this one? If Bill Street Could Talk Regina King's anybody watched Bill Street? Uh
2: no I had never even heard of that movie Not until either. the show the other night. And but I will be looking yeah. it up.
1: Yeah. And Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse one uh, first. Oh, First Man uh, original score. A Star is Born. Shallow. That's where Gaga got hers. The Americans, uh, oh, I was so glad The Americans, because that series is over. They got the best television series in a drama. Now, that is on, you told me, Amazon, I think, right? It's
0: so good.
1: Oh, I loved it. Killing Eve, Sandra Oh, got one. The Bodyguard uh, drama. Uh, the television series oh, we totally don't know that one. Oh, the Marvel Marvelous Miss Maysole won another one. I never have even watched it much. Oh, heard I love of that it. show. Uh, what is that? I mean, is it funny? Is yes. it It's on Amazon. And the assassination of Gianni Versace, uh, and Sharp Objects won. Patricia Clarkson. Now she's also in the in the uh, what do you call it? Um, House of Cards this year. She's uh, also the that's, that's right.
2: She's yeah. also she's a
1: great actress.
2: The brilliant. lead uh, role on um, uh, The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, which is a big hit for Netflix. Oh, I've seen that one. She plays the aunt on that. You oh.
1: know what I like is she's probably got to be in her 50s and she's at the height of her career. Yeah, Good for she's her. She's brilliant. Now let's go to other news. Oh my God, the whole damn oh, world is, is calling me today. Okay, in the stupidity category, which I've just added, <laughs> Get me get my glasses out. This guy, you you have to see this. If you're on Facebook Live, you can see it. If you're not, you're just going to have to imagine it. This idiot, Mr. Stupidity, has tattooed on his torso. And you can tell it was just tattooed because it's red and swollen. I, Jose L. Torres... I am getting tattooed voluntarily on January the 2nd, 2019, so that I can earn my wife's trust back for the pain and suffering I've caused in our marriage. I am a liar, cheater, elistem liar, cheater, manipulator, deceiver, whore, prostitute, lover, dishonest, and disrespectful. Oh, God, what is wrong with people?
0: Ridiculous. let so, talk about carrying the past stupid. with you for the rest of your life. Yeah,
1: oh, know, right? <laughs> it was all swollen and red. And like, and, and when he gets fat, his stomach's going to roll <laughs> over and you're not going to be able to see it. And then I guess what's going to happen when he he's going to have to change the date when he cheats on the next wife, okay? <laughs> all right. In other news, did you know that Jerry Jones, the owner of the Dallas Cowboy team, just bought a $250 million yacht? You know what it costs to maintain a $250 million yacht? On a normal yacht, it's about 10% a year on a normal yacht. So that'd be $25 million. On a yacht like this, it's probably more like $40 to $50 million a year. Where do you dock it? You have to dock it out and then take a boat in to the inland because very few docks handle anything that big. What in the hell could be on a $250 million yacht? Yes. You know, I mean, I, honest to God, I would just love to go on that yacht. I mean, see what that's like. <laughs> so would I. And I wonder what that, uh, you know, the staff, the let's crew. Let's call Captain <laughs>
2: Lee and see what we can
1: get. <laughs> yeah, Captain Lee. And then Bezos, the richest man in the world, is getting a divorce. His company's worth $70 billion, and I don't think they have a prenup. So let's just see how much she gets. They've been married 25 years. 25 years. years. So there she's gonna get a big chunk. Yep. The next Mrs. Bezos is gonna get nothing because he's gonna have an ironclad Yprenap. Yep. In other news, Les Moonves from CBS tried to hide evidence in his sexual misconduct, conduct. according to page 6, which means there had to be text or inter-office memos or something that he had that he destroyed evidence on, according to page 6, regarding his sexual misconduct. So that's not going to help him in his court case. I just don't like that. And he's still on a mega-yacht trotting around the ocean with his... Uh, Julie Chen Moonbez. So there you go. Now, I love this. This little, and good news, this little shelter dog was found in Delaware at the Delaware Humane Society Someone posted this on Facebook. It had a sign on it. It said, please take care of Sky. She's six years old and friendly. I couldn't take care of her anymore. I became homeless and couldn't feed her. She's not sick. She's just hungry. She's very friendly. Please find her a home. Please. Oh, I almost started crying. So I want to find the dog, and then I want to find the owner. And I want to put them back together and help them get started again. Isn't that sad? Aww. That's sad. CNN uh, says, oh, oh my God, this is hilarious. So this homeless man goes into a fast food restaurant, and they just passed a law in that state saying no more plastic straws. He asked for a a straw, and they say we don't have plastic straws because they passed the law we can only have paper straws, and we don't have paper straws. The guy gets so mad, he jumps across the counter, grabs the woman, shakes her, and it's like, get goes off crazy on her now he's been hit with two misdemeanor charges over that i mean come on oh people are just on their last nerve poor thing he was probably hungry i think i lost a pen here i don't want the dog to eat it uh
0: well, fine. okay
1: and let's see oh this is something you should know the difference between a cold and the flu so you'll know if you have the flu you really need mm. to get the doctor if you have a cold it takes a couple of days to build up And you usually run fever of of no more than 99 to 100. But if you get the flu, it comes on very abruptly, and you usually run fever averaging at about 101. So there you go. You need to be on top of that. If If it comes on really, really fast, you need to maybe call your doctor and see if you need to do anything and stay hydrated for sure. Most addictive substances, listen to this. Number one is heroin. Number Two is cocaine. number three is nicotine. Number four barbiturates or downers, and number five alcohol, according to c n n So you guys have to stay away from those oh let's see what else. Oh my God, now did anybody see bir- uh bird box? Did anybody yes. see it? Was it dark and dreary, or was it good, or what it's was it? It's the movie
2: A Quiet Place, except instead of um, uh, hearing noises, they, you can't look at the monster, and you never see the monster. Oh, that's not my that kind
1: of movie. I wouldn't want but to see it. it. Was,
2: Sandra Bullock was really good in it, and I mean, it's not, it's probably the, it is the best Netflix film that they've now, ever put I, it's out. It's not
1: my kind of thing. Well, anyway, people are saying that it's, uh, people are... being put in dangerous situations because they're taking the big bird's challenge. uh, Yeah, bird box challenge. So Netflix is saying, please stop because it's dangerous and people are actually getting hurt. Now, listen to this one. So this woman's jogging in Northern California. A dog comes up, starts to attack her. She puts some mace spray on the dog. The dog goes off, and the dog's owner comes up and bites the woman on the arm really hard to Wait the point minute. that they showed the picture. There's a big red bruise in the middle, and the teeth marks all the way around the it. Owner so bit the owner of the, the dog owner. bit the other woman because the dog was trying to attack the other woman, and she used may spray on crazy. it. Can you believe it? Yeah. You can find that on percolate.com P E R C O L A T E L Y.com. Oh, my God. It's just too much. And research shows that dogs know when the humans are hurting and they know when something's wrong. So that just goes to show you how sensitive they are. I believe that. I believe it. You know, they say if you lose your dog, rather than running out and yelling and crying and screaming, if you just fall down and start crying, they'll come to you, you know? Anyway, uh, let's see. Oh, my God. I love this. Pakistani air. So Pakistani Airlines sent out a memo that everyone has six months to lose the weight. They have a weight requirement or they're going to be grounded. (laughs) That's hilarious because they used to do that in the U.S. and then it became politically incorrect and, you know, they won't allow it anymore. It's discriminatory. I thought it was just hilarious because they're doing it now 20 years later in the Philippines
2: yeah, but they have, uh, to, they have to be able to perform certain things, even if they are overweight, or else they can't have the job. That's, that's the rule now in the U.S. Yeah, but, but a,
1: still, yeah. I mean, I guess, the, I guess the, you know, the Philippine people are little. So the plane's probably got a narrow little walkway down it. And if you're probably too big, you can't get down that walkway. There has to be some reason for it. And the women in Saudi Arabia that are getting divorced will now be notified on behalf of their husband with a text so you are formally divorced in a text now that reminds me of a friend of mine here from turkey who wanted to get divorced so he went down and filed for divorce and then they get back together and then he decides you know it's better if i go ahead and get divorced because then if i later have a problem it'll be less money to pay out right so the divorce papers come in the mail to the wife so the wife goes to the guy and says well, you know, I got these divorce papers. I thought we were back together. It's, oh, throw that away. It's over. It doesn't mean anything. So she does. Fast forward. They later get divorced. She goes down to file, hires a top lawyer, finds out they've been
2: divorced for two years.
1: <laughs> he got to- back. Oh, my
2: God. It's crazy. The reverse Dirty John.
1: In good news, a third of the cars sold in Norway last year are electric. Oh, my God. It's 1 o'clock. Oh, my God. We didn't even get to the good stuff. Quote of the week, never become someone else's problem. Our top oh, band, Suzanne, you like that one? Yes. Suzanne Salander, America... Makita, Miriam Badran, Margaret Selikov, Emily Daughtery after six months, Marcella Barani, and Joanne Vivolo. These are the ones that do the most with us for six months. Okay, now we're going to take one minute. We have to do a little bit on politics. I just have to, just have to. <laughs> Trump, according to himself, is the number one expert on taxes, construction, <laughs> campaign. Finance, drones, technology, U.S. history, infrastructure, ISIS, Facebook, renewables, polls, courts, steelworkers' golf, bank, nuclear arms, the system, debt, and politicians. According to Trump, I mean, he knows more about all those things than anybody. He knows more than the generals do about the war. So last night, he pulled another gimmick. He got 10 minutes of prime time for this emergency where he regurgitated everything he's been saying for two years that all the statistics don't back up. And people are like, listen, if you couldn't get that stupid wall built, remember that big, beautiful wall, it's going to be a glorious wall. It's going It might even have my name on the top of it someday. It's going to have a door that opens at a gate. It's going to be a concrete wall, and now it's going to be a steel slat wall. Wall, probably because he's got some deal in some steel company where he makes money or something, and and he's like, if you can't, after two years, convince your own party to fund the damn billion, $5 billion wall, what makes you think the Democrats are going to give you the money for it? Because the statistics prove that most of the drugs come through cars and trucks through the regular Over. ports of enter. The visa, most of the people that overstay 14. their visas, they don't come through the border. And $5 billion is ridiculous for a concrete wall. And if you look at Beto O'Rourke's Twitter feed, he took an aerial shot of that border to show what you would be doing. You would have to be putting that wall in where there are lakes. Yeah, you would have to it, put it in where the there are hills. Impossible. There would be, you know, you, it's impossible physically to build a wall, number one. One, and number two, uh, it wouldn't It wouldn't solve the problem. And number three, what about the eminent domain? All these people that own houses, properties, ranches are sitting there. They're going to give up their property for a concrete wall, to a 30-foot wall in front of their property? It's not going to happen. So the Democrats have just said, no, we'll do border security. We are for border security. But remember, three different times Trump has agreed to border security and funding border security, and the minute he left the White House, Meeting, he went back on it because the right-wing media went all after him. So he's being held hostage now, not only by Russia but by the right-wing media and and, and Putin. He's been held hostage by everybody. I think I think the Saudis have stuff on him. Why else is he helping cover up for Khashoggi's murder? It's just unbelievable. Now, how is that affecting us? Well, TSA. I don't want to get on a plane right now. I wouldn't get on a plane right now with this TSA. People are calling in sick. The parks are filthy, according to um, the park commissions.
2: Well, they shut some of them down so They're yesterday. shutting some
1: of them down. And he's still, according to Fact Check and Media Matters, he's averaging 15 false claims a day in 2018, according to the Washington Post. I don't call them uh, misleading facts. I call them why? He's
2: told over 8,000 since he's been Yeah,
1: years. in two years. Now, let me tell you this. Mitch McConnell voted six times to raise his own pay and he voted 15 times against the minimum wage raise. Come on. What a hypocrite. Really, Mitch? And now he won't hold the vote because he's trying to protect Trump and I wonder how long that's going to last. Kentucky has voted him in office for 34 years and he's the 11th richest senator. How do you become rich as a senator if you're a senator for 34 years, you're a senator? How do you become the 11th richest senator? How do you become so rich as a senator unless you're making side deals that you're voting on? It's crooked. And in Kentucky, which is the seventh poorest state in the country.
2: That's also where I'm from,
1: and well, we knew that. And
2: I got—I have to tell you, you you—I left the year he got elected. The first year that I think that's the year that I left. Um, But he's—you know—people back there don't vote in their best interest. They vote against their best interest a lot of times, and um, and it's it's sad. But it's also I think when you know better, you do better, and and so there's just a level of uh, not knowing. Well, first of all, here's the
1: problem. The people in Kentucky, more likely than not, listen to Fox News. If the only place you get your information from is Fox News, then it's, of course, it's predictable that you believe all of it because they brainwash you all day every day. But if you're listening to five or six places for news, CNN, MSNBC, NBC, CBS, NPR, if you're listening to all that and you assimilate all the news and then you listen to Fox, it's like, what are they talking about over there? It's completely opposite of what everybody else is saying. <laughs> that
2: was our Christmas Eve conversation. <laughs> you
1: know, well, that, that went over well. Uh, now, Nancy Pelosi, the new speaker of the house, the most powerful woman in Washington right now, says advice to young women, she said in a town hall with Joy um, Behar, no not Joy Behar, Joy Reed, be yourself, be who you are, when you get into, um, get into an arena, understand that you'll be a target and it shouldn't uh, keep you out of the arena. The other thing she said is know your power, know your why, know your subject, know why you're doing it, know that, and you can speak on it with authority, and the connection is so important. So that's advice from the new Speaker of the House. Uh, I guess we're going to have to close now. Give we have the a lot of, of comments. Later. I was just going to okay, go through, a, go through a few through them really of them really quick.
2: Uh, everyone's saying hello. They agreed right. with you um, on the movie choices. Um, the, they... This year and on the Golden Globe things. Uh, Carol Burnett is 85, by the way. Wow. Um, and Jesse DeFridis, we only do the show on Wednesday. And hello to Beth. Uh, we love you. And Alex Pletcher, $70 billion divorce. He says, that's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Dennis Norquist, along with some other people, commented on your Bic pin today. Oh. <laughs> they said your set is so stylish and fabulous <laughs> that the Bic though. pin doesn't quite work with it. And then Beth says she already got you a beautiful pin and that we need to have Jason tape it to your hand.
1: That's right. <laughs> I think that pen's over there, I might have taken it to L.A. No? Oh, my God. By the way, they used the microphone that Beth gave us in L.A. singing at the... Uh, at the party? At the, at the piano, <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's
2: great. And uh, then they're all agreeing with you all politics of course of
1: course you are so now listen here's the deal I need you to share this I need you to tell everyone far and wide that they need to watch it we need to keep our sponsors happy especially happy especially leahblack.com where you go for all your skincare fashion jewelry and handbag needs the little bat dog is wanting to say bye And we're going to tune in. I'm going to tape later today Frankie Grande. We'll let you know when that's going to be posted. I'm going to do a great interview with him about everything fabulous. He's just fabulous. Look look him up, Frankie Grande. Broadway star, singer, one-man show. He's got the whole thing going. His sister's Ariana, if you don't know. And anyway, and so we're going to make this our first premiere episode of 2019 and tune in next Wednesday, Lunch with Leah. It's on Facebook Live and your favorite podcast. And please share. We need to pick up our followers so that we have a bigger voice so that we can raise more hell. Okay? Thank you, everybody. Bye.